Welcome to Soul Smart. Hi, I'm Joanna Hennen, and this is Soul Smart, the podcast that explores the hidden side of success. You see, being successful isn't about always doing more, it's about being soul smart, using your intuition, spiritual connection, the law of attraction, and everything else you have access to as a powerful soul to create more of what you want. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Soul Smart Podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with the amazing Natalie Wallstein, who is a career astrologer at soulshineastrology.com. And I absolutely adore Natalie. I don't actually gush about people very often, but I find myself gushing about Natalie all the time because her stuff is just so good. Um, So I'm really excited to talk to her today and ask everything about astrology. So welcome, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me. So excited. (laughs) Maybe you want to introduce yourself. Just tell us a little bit about your journey, maybe, and how you ended up interested or teaching astrology the way you do. Sure. Yeah. So I am a career astrologer for intuitive entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to use their sole purpose to fuel their work and make a difference in the world by doing what they were always born to do. And the way that I fell into this work is that I thought I was doing what I was born to do, but it didn't feel right anymore. So I used to be a graphic designer and I designed graphics for female entrepreneurs all over the world. And it was seriously my dream job. Something about it after a while, it didn't feel fully me. And I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was because I loved so many things about it, but just wasn't quite right. And I'd always been interested in astrology, but I didn't know how powerful it was. And I ended up looking into my astrology chart just for fun. And I discovered that I was actually meant to help people on a deeper spiritual level. And it was through this discovery of my own chart that I realized how incredibly helpful it would be to help other people look at their chart, especially the entrepreneurs I was working with who were sort of lost about what to do with their business or their life. And it really allows me to dive in way deeper than just business and actually go to your sole purpose and your drive and your reason for wanting to do the work that you want to do in the world. Wow, that's, that's so cool. So you just, you were interested and you just decided this is what I'm going to do now. Yeah. And I could tell it was the right thing for me because I was more excited than I had ever been in my whole life. And that's basically what happens when you align yourself with your astrology chart is this is like your map to your happiness and authenticity. So it's really, really exciting. Cool. One thing that I really loved because I've had a reading with you, obviously, and several other things because I just love everything you offer. But one thing that I thought was really, really cool is that you took my chart or you did my chart, but then you also asked about my business and did a separate chart for my business. Is that something that like all astrologers do or is that your thing or what? I don't know, but I ended up looking at the chart for my business and it really helped guide me through how to set it up, the branding and the marketing. And it was kind of crazy how the mission for my business was reflected in my business's chart. And so I've come to learn that you can look at a chart for anything, even your pet. So why not a business? And it's amazing to see just even how your own chart aligns with your business's chart. I can see why you started your business on the day you started it. I can give you marketing and branding advice based on your chart and your business's chart. So it's just an amazing way to zoom in to the blueprint 
of the soul of your business, basically. That's really cool. Cause like I work, I do work with the energy of your business as well. Like, and it's like just kind of considering that the business is a separate thing that all like knows it. No, I always say that it knows how to reach its fullest potential. And here you are with actual like scientific stuff yes, <laughs> that shows you. <laughs> so you use the business chart for yourself as well, obviously. Yes, definitely. I'd love to know how you use astrology for yourself, like what your process is with that. How often do you check in? Because like it's so much information at once. Like we had a session and then you gave me all this information about my chart, my business chart. And now I'm like listening to you now. I'm like, I need to re-listen to that (laughs) and take more notes. Like how do you keep all that in mind? What's your process with it? Yeah, so everything I offer is something that I really needed. So I created it for myself first and then kind of tried to figure out how I could offer it to other people. So in my everyday life, just everything in my life right now, the way it is, is all based on my astrology chart. And it was not easy because when you first look at it, sometimes you realize where you're off track. Um, and that's maybe the reason why you're not feeling completely fulfilled. So you do have to kind of have courage to get rid of the things that aren't helping you. So in a broader sense, I really use it just to become more of my true self and help my business be performing at its full essence. But on a more practical everyday level, I mean, I chart the stars as part of my job. So I always know where all the planets are Mm -hmm. and what's going on. And I can use that to my advantage just to plan launches for my business. Or I also have a calendar, my booking calendar for readings is all based on astrology. So I never book anything on a day that I think won't be so good for me. And usually, it's actually kind of funny because we usually intuitively pick the right days anyways. So this just kind of reinforces your intuition. Wow, that's actually a really cool way. Like a lot of entrepreneurs talk about like batching and making sure that like they do certain things on certain days of the week that they do all their marketing on a Monday or all their client calls on whatever day. And this would be just a kind of a different way of scheduling that in, right? So then it's not always every Tuesday, you actually look at the days that will be most positive for you. Yeah, and it gets really in depth, for sure, too. So I'll know when really big things are going to come up in my life in certain areas, so I can plan around it. And honestly, though, the more I've done this, the more I realize it kind of doesn't matter that much. Because I'll have people say, do you want to book this amazing thing on this day? And I'll be like, let me check. And I'm like, yeah, that's an amazing day. There's very few times where I'm like, no, that's going to be horrible. (laughs) Actually, the universe does tell us things. We really need to track it, but it helps you have more confidence around your decisions for sure. Yeah. And if you're planning, then it's actually like, I find that it's really useful. Like I have the information that you gave me, I'm planning out my year. So like I can with more confidence choose when to launch new things or when to like have a whole month off or (laughs) whatever that is. So I mean, I think it's super useful to kind of, because I guess it's because you're working with the energies, right? You're not kind of Mm -hmm. trying to force something against something else. Yeah, that's probably the number one thing I've learned from studying astrology is it's all about flowing with the energy and the cycles and knowing when to rest and when to maybe learn lessons and when to work really hard. So it really just helps lay it all out for you in front of you so you can see it. Yeah, and that's amazing, right? Because we all struggle with that. We all yeah. kind of push, push, push a lot. And we beat up really, on ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And we don't honor the parts of the process that are a little bit kind of downtime or, yeah, the rest part. <laughs> yeah. Which is all so important. There's a part of your cycle every year where you're meant to rest. 
And a lot of times people will come to me during that part of their year. It's different for everyone. And they'll be like, how come I'm so confused? And I'm like, you're not meant to know right now. You're actually meant to kind of rest and percolate and ruminate over your ideas. So it really just helps you know what you're feeling is legitimate and it's okay. Gosh, what a gift, right? Because otherwise you just stay in that horrible space of, I feel like things should be going better, but they're not. And it just helps so much to know that it's exactly where you're meant to be. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And which day it's going to end too. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's true. Actually. I didn't think of that. Oh, I need to look at my information more closely. I think (laughs) That's for yourself. Actually, before we move on to the general stuff, a question that comes up a lot is like, we have a sun sign and that's what people know, right? Because people know their zodiac sign, but then you also have a moon sign and a rising sign, all sorts of other signs. So like, which horoscope are you supposed to read? (laughs) Yeah. So I would say if you happen to know what your rising sign is, that would actually be the best. Your sun sign is good as well, but your rising sign is usually more of what you're consciously trying to do because your rising sign is your identity. And in a business astrology, it's also the work you're actually physically meant to do for a living. And so usually we have a goal in mind every month of like, we consciously want to do this thing. And that would be encompassed with your rising sign. Whereas your sun sign is just kind of a personal thing you're going through. So they're both really good. But if you happen to know your rising sign, that is really gold when it comes to horoscopes. I love that. I really didn't know that until I started talking to you that the sun sign is your personal thing, but that your kind of sole purpose, what you're meant to bring to the world is your rising sign. I always ignored my rising sign because I have a little bit of judgment about mine. (laughs) So I I was just like, oh, I'm sure that's not, that means nothing. <laughs> you know? yeah, no, they're both really important too. So whichever yeah. one resonates with you, I think. Yeah. And the moon? The moon Yeah, sun? so the moon, you can also look for your horoscope for that. I always get confused personally because my sun and moon are the same. So I haven't personally noticed a difference. And all my work is based on how, how I feel things because I'm very empathic and intuitive and I feel the energy. So for that, I I don't know, but supposedly you can read it for your moon sign too and look at it through the lens of your emotional landscape. Okay, cool. Very cool. Right. So we said that most people know their zodiac sign and kind of not much beyond that. And the other thing that I find people talk about a lot is like big planetary shift, but usually one, which is Mercury retrograde. <laughs> yes. So what do you think about Mercury retrograde? Yeah, we hear about it so much because it happens three or four times a year. So by the time it's faded from your memory, there's a new (laughs) one to come around. And it's kind of cool because they're usually all in the same element every year. So I think this year in 2018, they're all in fire signs, which is about passion. And Mercury retrograde, you're revisiting something, a plan or an idea, technology or transportation can break down, but it's all trying to pull your attention back within you to help you pay attention to what really matters, which you might have missed out on when you're just charging ahead toward your goals. So it is really a time to look within and slow down and really see life from a wider perspective. It can be really hard to sort through the details, but that's probably the best way to deal with it is just to kind of take a breath and flow with what's happening because it's meant to be happening for a reason. You may not know what it is yet, but you'll find out. Soon enough. (laughs) So you shouldn't plan like a launch or starting a new project during a Mercury retrograde period. Is that right? 
Yeah, if you're worried about it, I would probably avoid it. Although sometimes you'll have this great idea and you just want to put it out there and you don't care. And so sometimes people will ask me, but what if I will it into being and I'm just so sure about it and I manifest it into happening? And usually, I'm not going to say it's going to go wrong, but you might learn that there's actually a better way than what you've been planning. And Mercury retrograde is really all about revising your plan. So you can do it, but you're probably going to learn something from it that is going to veer you in a slightly different direction. So if you're worried, I would avoid it. Even if we didn't know about Mercury retrograde, it would still be happening. So I think your intuition is always the most important thing. And I agree. Backs it up. I totally agree. And I really think like what you say, like if you're worried, then avoid it. I think that's totally key. Like if you don't think it's going to be a problem, then it's probably not going to be too much of a problem. And if you think it's going to like mess everything up and your big project is going to be a big flop, then that's probably also true, right? Yeah. If it's something you've never done before and you just want every possible good energy vibe in your corner, then I would maybe avoid it. But if you're like, I got this, I do it all the time. Then go for it. <laughs> Try it out and pay attention to what you're learning from it too. Yeah, it's really important because I, I see lots of people just using it as an excuse not to do stuff or like as an excuse for why, I don't know, it just as an excuse, I think. And there are times when like we're constantly either like going into Mercury retrograde or coming out of Mercury retrograde. It just seems like, you know, there was one year where I was like, no, this is impossible. Like, I'm just going to stop paying attention to this because otherwise we had like two months of the year where we weren't under this influence and you can't actually like run a project or a business like that. Yeah. And I mean, I think it is good too to pay attention to cycles and like, you're not always going to be launching. You're not always going to be resting just within yourself even, but astrology can help you kind of align it. Yeah. A question that I got from my community today was like, how do you use astrology and kind of not like use it to actually help you achieve your goals? but like not drive yourself crazy because there's so much information that you could actually like spend most of your day just like putting all the information together and you probably wouldn't have much time to do the actual business work. <laughs> like yeah. how do you, how do you pick and choose what's important from it? You know? Yeah. I think just from looking at it for so long now, I don't sit at my calendar and obsess over the energy that's coming in anymore. <laughs> probably did in the beginning. <laughs> Especially if you're worried about where you are in life, it can be really easy to want to fall back on it. And I have had clients that are like, can you tell me everything that's going to happen? Can you tell me why my launch didn't work out three years ago? And they kind of want to rehash the past. And I really prefer to use astrology as a way to empower myself and really use it as a way to tap into my authentic flow because that's when things are really easy for you is when you're just yourself. And unapologetically, yourself. So that's the main thing because it's completely changed my life just by realizing what I need out of life, what matters to me, how I like to even just express myself creatively. And just by doing those things, my life just works better. And so that is the main message I try to teach with my work is through my readings is really just finding out what it is that makes you you and how to harness it to your advantage. And that's really all that matters. The other stuff is just fun and interesting and cool. but. <laughs> It's really all about you. Yeah, indeed. And that's why, like, that's why I wanted to talk to you on this particular podcast, like the Soul Smart podcast. Like, we want to talk about things that are part of success that aren't like going for it and hustling and pushing and all that stuff, all that kind of magical stuff that's available to us as support. And I think what you do is super important 
in that way because we can really use it as a support to plan, to understand, to kind of do things with more ease, with more alignment with the energies around us and the cycles around us, right? Yeah. And that yeah, I really use astrology more, like number one, I use it just to be in alignment with myself. And then number two, I track the cycles just to reinforce what I already feel. So mm-hmm. if I feel tired, I can be like, well, the moon is waning now. So it's okay that I'm tired. And actually, maybe I should reschedule something so I can relax, kind of build up my energy for the next dose of driving mm-hmm. forward later. Yeah. So actually, since you've mentioned the moon, maybe you can just talk us through the phases and what they mean just real quick. Sure. Yeah. So a lot of people hear about how you're supposed to set intentions on the new moon. And that's because the moon is completely dark in the sky. And the moon really kind of reflects our emotional nature. So when it's missing, it's really still there, but we don't see the light from it. We are more able to tap into our inner light and really realize what it is we want and how we're feeling so that we can set an intention. So when the moon is a new moon, we set an intention that we want to grow. And as the light of the moon grows, so does our intention, or we start like realizing more about how to make it happen in the real world. So as it's getting bigger, we're working harder and harder, and we really have a lot of energy to go after our goals. And then when it's full, we can either manifest our wish, and it could be a wish we had six months ago or this last month, or we realize something that's going to help us reach it in the future. So either way, whether you win or you learn, you get something out of it. And then after the full moon, the moon starts fading back into the darkness and you start releasing or letting go and kind of reflecting more on what it is that you need next to get what you want out of life or your career. I just love your perspective on this because it really just shows you that like there's another cycle coming up. So if what you're realizing is will be helpful next time, and that's so important in this world where we want, you know, immediate results and immediate gratification, and we don't want to wait, we're impatient, we want, you know, the multi-million dollar business today, today. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like this month, I'm going to manifest this huge success. Yeah, and that does happen for sure, but you're going to feel so bad if it doesn't, and you willed it into being and it doesn't work out. So it's just nice to know there's a time for everything. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's really, that's really cool. So, You've already said that like the way you work with astrology is a little bit softer now than maybe when you started, so you're not totally obsessed with it. (laughs) I'd love to know a little bit, like, do you have a morning routine or a daily routine? Is there something that you do every day? Yeah, so this actually just started in the new year. I always wanted to do it, and I kind of go in and out of it. But ever since the new year, I've actually been sticking to it where as soon as I wake up, I go and make some tea because I won't be able to live if I don't. (laughs) Um, So I make some tea, and then I'll usually come back down to my room, and I will just take a deep breath and do some really deep breathing just to kind of center myself in the present moment so I don't get lost throughout my day. I might think about something I really want so that it's front of my mind. And then I'll think of something I'm grateful for and just kind of really remind myself what matters because it's so easy to get kind of off track throughout your day with everything that's going on. So then after that, I usually read a chapter of a book because I was finding I really want to read and I never get around to it. And so now I make sure I do it first thing in the morning when I have my tea. 
And then after that, I'll do some yoga. Depending on how much time I have, I might just do a quick stretch or I might do a whole like 40 minute video or something. And then I usually take a shower and clean up and <laughs> it's a long one. I'll have <laughs> breakfast. I have a journal that I use, the Desire Map Planner from Danielle Laporte, where I can, I love it so much because it just reminds me of what I really want and helps me prioritize my day. And then I'll pick an oracle card for my day as well. So it's kind of a long one. It takes me quite a while. Wow. And I totally understand that most people can't do this. And I've definitely been there as well. But I've come to a place where I could design my life so that I can. So it's awesome. And I mean, like, some people have a morning routine. And some people like, I think you can divide it up as well. Like, I think you can make those choices and do something in the morning. And then I often tell people maybe maybe you have an afternoon slump. So then schedule in another bit right before that or right around that time to just give you that lift again so you reconnect with what you want. So there's so many different ways of doing it. As long as you're conscious of what you need and you're giving yourself what you need for your success, then it's all good, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So is there anything else besides astrology that you like using in terms of, I don't know, like energy work or like, is there any, any other tools that you work with to support your own success? I guess for me, it is kind of has to do with astrology, but just paying attention to my energy in general, it's like the simplest thing ever. But sometimes I realize maybe I'm kind of stressed or feeling upset or something. So for me, it's just finding ways to remind myself to get back to center and get grounded because I get really excited about my work too. Like I could just work all day long and never even eat. I have alarms on my phone to remind me just to kind of come back to the real world. So I think that's really important. It's something everyone can do is just check in with yourself every day, even for 10 minutes and just ask yourself how you're feeling, what's going on. So that's been really powerful for me. Very, very cool. And so that's a daily thing. Do you do like, do you have a weekly ritual or a monthly ritual? Like, do you do something? Do you plan in months or at the new moon? Or like, how do you kind of organize yourself so that you know that you're working towards something and your goals? Like, are they for the year or, or how do you do that? Yeah, so I have a framework in mind for the year of just things I want to accomplish at some point. And I've learned not to get too attached to when because other things will come up or opportunities or something and then I'll feel all kind of stressed out about it. So I have a framework of goals I want to accomplish this sometime this year. And then other than that, I usually just do monthly planning. And I will just, it's really more business planning where I sit down and plan out my promotions for the month or the things I want to sell. And then every week I check in with those goals and do bookkeeping and things mm -hmm. like that. Generally, like new moon and full moon, I journal about what's going on for me, like my intentions or more emotional things, whereas the every month and every week is more business. Okay, cool. So your new moon and full moon thing. See, so I love your approach in general because it feels doable. Like it's not some like big, complex new moon ritual that like I'll have to have like the right color candle and a cauldron in the backyard or whatever. <laughs> All you need is a notebook, right? That's really your awareness is your greatest tool and your greatest gift. And that's all you need. Yeah, it's true. We don't have to make it so complicated because that might make it so we don't do it. So make it as simple as possible. And if those things light you up, if you really love having the right candle yeah, or a certain ritual, it's all about what works for you. Yeah, of course. And for the, so do you have like prompts for the new moon and the full moon? Like, are they different or do you just journal about whatever comes up for you? Yeah, so I have a moon journal that I sell 
it goes through every new moon and full moon of the year and there is a little prompt in there about what the specific moon sign it is in what it means so i actually use my own journal i made it for myself and then people started saying i want one of those so now i sell it so that is what i use and if i didn't have that i would just go in my journal on the new moon and ask myself what are my intentions I also like to reflect back on the month before that led me to have these intentions. And then on the full moon, it's really a time when your emotions bubble up to the surface. So I might ask myself, what is the lesson I'm learning from this full moon? If you really want to simplify it, you can just kind of journal freely about it too. That's really cool. And I can tell our listeners that the moon journal is fantastic. Like I think everybody should have one. I just ordered one as well, despite having a more in-depth report from you as well, Natalie, I bought the Moon Journal as well, because I just really like that information at a glance. I don't have to look it up anywhere. I know what those themes are going to be. And so I can also plan for myself and just see what's coming up. I quite, yeah, I think it's really great. Yeah, it gives you an opportunity to reflect, which is something we sometimes forget to do. So Yes, indeed. Right. I think that's all my questions. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? I guess for me, I probably already mentioned this, but I'm so obsessed with it, is just the idea that the most important thing about astrology is using it to tap into who you really are. Because that's not something you can always do so easily. Meditation is amazing and soul searching will get you really far, but astrology lays it all out for you. So that's the real reason why I'm obsessed with it. And all the cycles and the moon stuff is really cool too, but it's really just to kind of show you how accurate actual astrology can be, like looking at your chart. So that to me is everything, is actually diving into who you are and using it to your advantage in your life and career. Great. That's really great. And I agree. I think it's a fantastic tool and it gives you so much insight. So totally. Right. Well, why don't you tell everyone where we can find you online? Sure. I'm at soulshineastrology.com. That's where you can find my blog and my horoscopes and my readings and journal. And then I'm on Instagram almost every day posting about what's going on or tips on how to get in touch with your authentic self. And that's how I, Astrology. <laughs> and that's how I found you, Natalie, is through Instagram. Right. Thank you so much. I will have all those links in the show notes for anybody who's listening and interested. And you totally should be interested and go over to Natalie's site right away. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, then please give us a rating in iTunes and have a wonderful, magical, joyful day. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Soul Smart Podcast. You can find more information about today's episode, including any links we mentioned at joannahennon.com slash blog. If you'd like to hang out with more women who are on the path to being more soul smart, join my free community, The Greatness Collective at joannahennon.com slash community. And lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a quick review on iTunes. It only takes a moment and means a lot. Have a great day and remember, hustle is overrated. Let your soul steer you to success and greatness.